0: the office rug concealed a trap-door, which gave upon a spiral-stair. Below, Clayson unlocked another door, and led the way through a narrow and tremendously long passage, lighted at intervals by small electric bulbs. Presently, another door yielded to the inventor's deft touch, and closed behind them with a portentous chug. Here the darkness was so utter and intense, that Quest imagined he could feel the weight of it on his shoulders. From the slope of the passageway, and the muffled beat of machinery that had come to his ears on the way along, he guessed that he was below ground in some chamber at the rear of the factory. He gave a low exclamation as Clayson switched on the top light. No wonder the darkness had seemed of an almost supernatural quality. Even the hard white glare of the daylight arc was grisly. Its rays rebounded from the liquids of the great circular tank in a blinding dazzle of color while the dull black walls and ceiling were so perfectly absorptive that beyond arm's length they became to all effects invisible, even the ledge on which he stood, the shoulder of the vat, gave Quest the feeling that to move would be to step off into a bottomless pit. But Clayson took his attention at once, pointing here and there in his quick, nervous way to indicate how faithfully the Liberator had been reproduced from the model. In all respects, the arrangements were the same, with the addition that here a long plank, like a springboard, extended out from a wall mount as far as the central compartment of the tank, and that from its end a narrow ladder hung down to the surface of the chartreuse liquid. A double throw switch fixed to the wall above the base of the plank was evidently the source of the electrolytic control. "'When you throw the switch to plus,' said Clayson, pointing to the chalk-marked sign above, you produce the violent, electrolytic action needed to bring about a liberation. All the rest of the time, it should be closed at minus, in order to maintain the anti-action which I explained to you. Now let's rehearse, so that when the time for the real performance arrives, we can be sure of running it off without a hitch. All right, sir, nodded Quest, so dazed by the glittering light that he was hardly conscious of what he said. First, said Clayson, running lightly up the steps to the plank. You walk out to the end, like this, and start down the ladder. Then you lower yourself into the tank. The liquid is at body temperature. It's neither strongly acid nor caustic. It will cause you no injury or discomfort whatever. Meanwhile, I keep in contact with your hand until the instant that you become submerged. Now your mind is in me, see, ready for transfer into Philip, where it will act as my agent. That's how simple it is. Come on up, and we'll go through the motions. Quest experienced a shiver as he mounted the bridge. Annoyed with himself, he shrugged the feeling off. There was no risk here. Moreover, it was part of his daily work to take chances. He had done so a hundred times without hesitation. Now he moved all the more quickly, as if to belie the squeamishness that possessed him in spite of himself. Swinging past Clayson on the plank, he lowered himself without a pause to the bottom rung of the ladder while the inventor, hanging head down, maintained contact with him. No need to stay here, he said in sudden irritation. I understand perfectly what I am to do. I'm testing my own acrobatic ability, grunted Clayson amiably, just a minute now. He wriggled as if trying to adjust himself to a better balance, but in reality to mask the motion of his free hand, with which he reached up and pressed a button in the side of the plank. Instantly the structure, pivoting downward on its wall socket, plunged Quest to the waist in the osmotic solution. For God's sake, get out of the way, he shouted, trying to wrench his hand out of Clayson's sinewy grip. Let go, I tell you. But Clayson clung like a leech, his teeth gritted under the strain. Again the plank lurched downward, and with a violent splash, Quest vanished below the surface. Quick as a cat, Clayson scrambled up the ladder and back to the base of the plank, where he erased and interchanged the chalk-marked signs with which he had misled Quest. Then with a sinister twist of a smile, he threw the switch to Minus, and turned to watch as the plank slowly righted itself and the vacant ladder came clear of the liquid. For some time he stood staring at the gleaming colored rings of the disassociation vat, like some witch over her cauldron his lips working, his hands clasping and unclasping like the tentacles of some sub-sea monster. Then, as if the spell had suddenly broken, he turned on his heel and switched off the light. As he hastened down the passageway towards his office, the airlock sucked the door against its jamb with an ominous whistle.